proper. Proper. He's a proper munch. Girl, I got proper zooted this weekend. <laughs> Can I pull you for a proper chat? Proper. Hey guys, welcome back to Proper. I'm your host, Alexis. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, right before this, we were like, this is, we were chatting it up. We were like, this is pod talk. This is pod talk. And we just started recording. We were like, let's start recording. Girl. And your co-host, Mike, sorry, I didn't introduce myself. With the, the scream didn't really translate to what I wanted it to be. But we're here. We're clear. And, and we're, we're queer. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're not finishing each other's sentences today, not properly. <laughs> oh my god. Let's set the tone for you guys. It is the fourth of July currently. For you guys, it's Wednesday the <laughs> The week after Fourth of July, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the way neither of us wanted to pull up a fucking calendar. Hold on, let me pull it up. The thirteenth. June thirteenth. A blessed. No girl. Uh, <laughs> First off, we in July, babe. Okay. Lord have mercy. Second it's July 12th that y'all listening to this. But right now, it's July 4th, the 4th of July. I'm ready to pop these firecrackers. How about y'all? <laughs> no, we don't celebrate that shit here. I completely forgot it was the 4th of July. Like, we don't do these American yeah, holidays. No. Ain't nobody proud to be an American girl. Oh, And I'm proud to be an, be an American. Side note. When, but at least I know I'm free. When you become an American, they're like, everybody get up and sing. And you have to sing. And I'm proud to be an American. Shout out to Toby Keith. Girl. The thing is, is that I used to be proud to be an American as a first gen Cuban American. It's like very prideful for the American dream. Mm-hmm. And then I got educated on the right type of education. Like, I... Mm-hmm. AKA, I got woke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss yeah. SJW. <laughs> anyway, the tone is. Yeah. How's the, the weather looking for you? How's the vibe? What time is Girl, it? Where are you? It is 10 30 in the morning. I'm at my desk and I really need to remember that I have my couch to sit on. Like, I forget. Like, I could get cozy with y'all. Like, I don't have to be at my you desk. You did. Like, for 420, you did. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, for 420, I did. And we don't even be recording the Zooms no more. So I'm like, I might as well. But it's been mad humid. It's like Florida weather. Mike, you can't even do your hair. It's like Ew. you're sweating. The AC is on blast right now. Don't nobody got the fucking coin for that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You pay for that. I don't pay for that. We don't even have AC. Now that I think about it. I don't even have a fan. I have a fan blowing on me right now. But I do also have the AC on. Because it's like it's moist. Disgusting. But yeah, that's the tone, girl. It might rain. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to see the fireworks. But... Hopefully, I'm able to see them from my balcony. You got the skyline, right? I do. And it's on this side of the river. It's on the East River, which is what I'm facing. Yeah. Because I know I went to New Jersey once to watch the fireworks. Last year, it was in New Jersey. But right now, it's supposed to be over here. Play the house. That's beautiful. Shout out to that and the rent I pay. Grab a blunt. Call it a night. Girl, speaking of that, I'm trying to... Quit? No. Well, I haven't been smoking actual flour in a minute. But I'm trying to fucking get a delivery right now. A free livery. A free livery. <laughs> Hopefully, the pussy is enough. <laughs> Let the pussy do the talking. If you guys want to know what the fuck we talking about, reference last week's episode. That got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm not up, about bitch. to repeat myself. <laughs> Keep up. Oh. Set your tone, girl. It's four o'clock on the dot. I need a crack rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you girl. know what? It's been raining. <laughs> For, I want to say four days now, it's actually cold. Like, you have to go outside with a jacket. Oh, cute. 
cute. Girl, it's summertime. What are you talking about? Like, absolutely not, girl. I want to wear my shorts. I want to be hot. I want to be su- not sweaty, but I want to be hot. I want to tan. I know. I remember when it's cold. I'm like, I want to be I want to be sweating. But now that I'm sweating, I'm like, fuck, I forgot. Because this sun is so beaming. Girl, it's disgusting so it, this year. It's disgusting. It's it, disgusting. I think we're going to have warming, some. Mm, exactly. We're going to have a bunch of heat waves coming up. People are going to die. Um. You guys, everyone's going to die. The tone is so, getting set. The tone is set. You're going to die. You're going to die in seven Please. days. I'm going to send that to my coworker. Girl, bless her. But I hope she's having a blessed break. It's a, cult- it's a cultural difference. Anyway, let's get low. Yeah. Get low for me. Since baby. the weather's low, let me get low with y'all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, ever since I had that come down, I've been having a pretty like... Come up. Yeah, exactly. I come up. It was like a re- Bitch, we up. Realign. We up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ever since I had that come down, I've been really realigned. I've been really refocused mm. on everything. It's so much easier to be motivated. It's only up from here once you're down. Considering mm. that, I had a little drink fest this weekend. And mm. yeah, I got a little too drunk. And I realized, <laughs> well, it reminded me that when I drink a lot, I start crying for no reason. So I had about an hour and a half plus. I blacked out, so I don't really remember my roommate. At the club? No, at home. <gasps> with your mans? Yeah, with my mans. Um, he Girl. told me it lasted that long. I thought it was a good 10 minutes. No, apparently I was boohoo crying. He said, bitch, you was crying for an hour. Yeah, he said it was intense. So <clears throat> another realignment. I'm not drinking as much. It's over for that period. I think I'm finally becoming an adult, to be honest, because I understand the devalue of it's excess. It's crazy because you are such a boy. That it's happening at this age. It's just crazy to, like, you are such a, like, men are really dumb. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, you, you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, I've been really trying to work on my relationship with men, finding respect for them, finding the love and the beauty that they bring onto this earth. And I feel like I'm there. But y'all is really dumb. We don't get consequences. I haven't had consequences. Y'all are just slow. Yeah. No matter what. It's like, y'all are just slow. Growth wasn't necessary until, like, a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Well, you live and you learn, you laugh and you love. I love that. <laughs> I should have been a man. No, honestly, I thank God every day I have a penis in between my legs. No, I love being a woman. I love being a female. Love my girlies, love. but I would never want. Shout out to us knowing <laughs> who the fuck we are. <laughs> and that's on being um, cisgendered. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a polo hat on? No, it's from Cotton On. Oh, I was like, it looked like a teddy bear. I was like, not you flexing. Girl, I wish well, I Mr. did. Mr. Polo Ralph Lauren. Maybe I'm going to get me one. I always wanted one ever since you used to wear them to the beach on Senior Skip Day. Yeah. No, I still do. I, I love polo hats. Yeah, I'm a they're polo hot. Bitch. Yeah. Um, set your low. What happened low yeah, for my you? low. My Girl, low. Every time you say that, I think, I think about the <laughs> chocolate blend. My low. What chocolate blend? It's like Nesquik, but it's called My low. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe that's a European shit. No, you're not Latin. Milo, <laughs> I um I wasn't allowed to really have treats like that. If my parents didn't want to have something in the house, it wasn't there. Like if I wanted Doritos, we didn't have Doritos because I wanted them. Oh, you know what I mean? That's limiting. Yeah, girl, it's called communism. It's called dictatorship. It's called being raised by Cuban men. I take it back. That sounds good. You know I'm a yeah, communist. Anyways, <laughs> I love Fidel, girl. Shout out to my king. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Anyways, Milo is like, it's more of just a just like a journey that I'm on. I don't know if it's low or high, but I just find so much difficulty in dating 
and getting to know myself in dating and mm-hmm. maintaining respect. For yourself or for others? I guess both, if we're keeping it a buck, honestly. Mm. It's a balance. It's a balance because for me, speaking for myself, for the ones that are new here, I was raised by a narcissist, and so that's a very particular thing. Mm-hmm. And like dating a narcissist in your 20s and then being raised by a narcissist is completely different on journey because yeah. my development is one of trauma of a narcissist. So what I think is normal is not. And so now that I have the awareness that I do and the healing that I do, I second guess myself and my intuition because I'm like, okay, this feels comfortable because it's safe or because it's unsafe because unsafe is comfortable for me because that's what I know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So then I'm constantly just like fucking confused on things and then I overthink things. I overthink responses. I hyperfixate for no reason. For no reason. It's similar to what we've been talking about a lot in the other episodes. Mm-hmm. I said this in maybe two episodes ago where like it's so hard to know when overthinking is right and when it's wrong. When do you work on instinct? Right. And at the end of the day, it's all me making shit up. It's just like yeah. me ma- it's me ma- taking it personal. It's me taking something personal when in reality I should be leading with what I want but since my dynamic with men in particular that I am trying to change the neural pathways on is that I'm used to caring about what they think and what they need and like satisfying whatever wants and desires that they have mm-hmm. and gaining love from them rather than what do I want out of this? What am I here to receive? And so that's something that I'm really fucking battling with. And the only way through it is through practice. Like that's literally what Melinda says which is why I've avoided getting back into dating for so long. And now that I'm in it, I'm like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Yeah. And it's because like I have to learn and practice and it's just, I hate it. And <laughs> in my experience, I feel like it would be good to do a pros and cons list at that point. Cause then you'll see like the pros are what you want out of this. And then the cons are like what you're gonna lose out of this, you know? See, that's what I'm saying is that I don't want to take it too personal. You don't want to read into the situation too much. That, because it's like, okay, I know the cons. I know there's cons. But do I want to just work with the pros right now and see where it goes? Like, at the end of the day, I already know. And this is what Melinda says, my therapist. She's like, you already have plenty of a list of things you don't want from somebody. Things you don't like from somebody. Try to build the list you do like from somebody. And that's what you need with practice. That's what I'm doing with dating. Like, that's one of my biggest purpose with pursuing, like, fucking mm-hmm. letting men into my life and into my energy is, like, trying to see, like, what I could possibly like about them. Because I've already made a big list on what I don't. My thing on this is, of course, you can, like, take the good out of everybody. Like, there could be a terrible mm-hmm. situation. But how do you know when to call it quits when they've taken too much from you? Having rose-colored... What is it called? Rose-colored mm-hmm. glasses on everything isn't... And I've asked her that question, exactly. Mm-hmm. And what does she say? And she's like, it's gray. It's like whenever Fuck off. I hate. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. There's no, there's no right... It basically, I'm like, Melinda, what the fuck do I pay you for? No, literally. It's basically like there's no right or wrong. Like, it takes... Sometimes it takes people, like, over and over again. Because for me, I was using that example with the last person that I let into my life in that way mm-hmm. i was like i knew for a year that i didn't want to like continue on a relationship with this person or a friendship with this person and i continued and i was like how am i gonna know for the next time and she was like you don't like you literally do not and that's all comes with 
losing control and being okay with losing control. Oh my goodness. And that also comes with always sticking to yourself, the love you have for yourself and the wants you have for yourself. That's when it gets misconstrued because with you, it's like, oh, you could take the good with the bad. I'm not taking the bad. Mm. I'm taking the good and leaving the bad there. That bad got nothing to do with me. Okay. That's what I want to do. You know what I mean? And that's with not taking it personal of like with dating. It's like at the end of the day, my end goal is a life partner that has A, B, C, D and E through Z qualities. Right. Yeah. Whether he can learn them with me or whether he has the foundation for them already. That doesn't mean that every guy that I practice with gets me there Mm -hmm. or is that. But it gets me to that point of like knowing what I want, knowing how to communicate and all of that. Understanding yourself for the most part. But this practice, I feel like I'm failing the test. That's where I'm at because I'm a perfectionist and I'm like, why isn't this easy? You know, and like with everything, not that anything is easy, but it's like if I'm like, oh, I want to pursue this is what I want to do. You know me, like, I'm a go-getter, I'm going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that a lot of people view me that way. Like, if Lex has her mind to something, she gets it done. But I feel like when it comes to relationships and dating and, like, foundation of talking to people mm-hmm. and friendships, too, it's like, I'm confusion, girl. Yeah. I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm second-guessing myself. I don't even, yeah. I think if it's hard, then you're doing the right thing. Because nothing easy has, like, great reward with it. So. I keep bringing my therapist up, but she would say that. I would be like, why is it so hard? And she was like, because it's a good thing at the end of the day. And I'm like, Melinda, beep, hang up. Like, <laughs> All failures come with the learning lesson, and that's what we have to take out of this. Right. I think. Right. Actually, I know. So let's get motherfucking high. Let me jump Proper in. Proper high. Let me jump into what I did this weekend. I've actually been um, sober for almost two weeks now. <laughs> You guys, I, when you said sober, I was like, what is he about to say he's sober on? Water? Like, <laughs> shut up. Let me have my moment. Sober off. Reaching. So- Bro, you're an addict. You be reaching. I've been sober for two weeks. Girl. <sighs> Anyways. Um- <laughs> and that's why you drank so much last weekend because you was quote unquote sober. Yeah, no, I have, um, I have issues with excess. Which I'm working on. I've discussed this already. She said, don't come for me, girl. Um, but I went to, like, a friend. She had a little going away she was doing for, like, some of her friends because she's leaving for about a month. And I went there and I saw some friends that I haven't seen in a minute. It was really fun. It was really kooky. It was really silly. Um, just a little, like, entry into the next day. And then the, the next day I was going to my friend's house and I discussed a new business plan. Yeah. Uh, this is very, very in the works, very... Exclusive. This is a passion project of ours for now. Mm-hmm. But y'all stay tuned for the girls that are going to stick around for a year, two, or three, or four. Yeah. Just wait Exactly. On it, this is exciting. Like, I'm super excited yeah. about this. But then we decided to celebrate some more because we drank three liters of wine during the preparation for this business. I, and I was on the call, you guys. <laughs> we were... It was a mess. It was messy. <laughs> so we decided to go to this restaurant that's like the sister restaurant to mine. And it's the Michelin starred one. And yeah. <laughs> girl, we got in. They were like, oh, we're fully booked. You guys can't have a drink. And I was like, actually, I work at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> They're like, no problem. Like, we have seats for you right here. Girl, we got free beers, like, free shots. Like, um, I'm not going to mention some other stuff. Cause, but they have this wheel that you spin, and it's like, okay, get naked, like, do all these crazy things. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One man spun on the naked. We was all yelling. We were like, yeah, get naked. 
That is so funny because you would think Sweden and Michelin star that it would be so prim and proper. Yeah, exactly what I thought. I got in and I was like, what the fuck? No, dead ass. We was in the kitchen talking to the staff as if we were the owners of this restaurant. Like, <laughs> servers had no shirts on. I'm the owner of this house. Bro, like, it was bonkers. Like, nobody had shirts on. Like, everybody was taking shots, like, workers included. You should work there. I was supposed to for a month, but I was going to work at my old restaurant. Now I don't even work. It's been week two. I have had no work. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually been meaning to ask you about that. Yeah, girl, no, I'm kind of loving this little break that I'm having because I'm being so productive. You guys, Mike booked two fucking back-to-bike trips and forgot to mother... <laughs> I did not forget to mention I've yes, been talking about this. Literally, bro, he, we're on the phone yesterday, and he's like, so remember I got two trips coming up? And I was like, what are you talking about? Girl, <laughs> literally. He said, yeah, I'm going to be gone from the 10th to the 15th. And I was like, okay. And I was like, when's your next trip? He's like, the 31st to the... I said, of July? <laughs> You guys, he's booked and busy. I'm not, and I'm sad about it. I'm going to keep it a buck. I am a little jealous. Yeah, I'm going to Berlin next <laughs> week, you guys. So Part two. By the airing of this episode, I'll already be in Berlin. And then two weeks after, I'm going to be in Valencia, España. Olé. Salina, este es tú? Como la flor. Wait, so you're staying at um, your your aunt's Airbnb? Exactly, so I have a free Airbnb. Also, the tickets on the plane are free, so... But yeah, I had, oh, so I had an amazing weekend. Like, good. I feel like I'm getting my independence back a lot. Um, I feel like you're just growing, and I really like... Bitch, you're in your Saturn return! Oh shit, am I? Yes, remember? Slay the house. Because you're 28. Bro, I also broke my celibacy. Forgot to mention... <gasps> Yeah, girl, the fact that we did it back to back, I love that. Let's Virginity lost, y'all. I met with this man that I haven't Let's seen. Let's congratulate it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I met with this man that I haven't seen in like three years. It was like basically the first person I started kind of dating when I moved to Sweden. And he's been in like Canada, Thailand, Taiwan. And it was like, it was super fun to hear like uh, what he's been up to because I realize how much I don't know about like Asia or like Asian politics or Asian history when he like comes around yeah, and teaches me talking, mm-hmm. yeah girl I'm, like we never learned this shit like not a man that could teach you mm. who was supposed to tell me that <laughs> Taiwan was run by the Japanese for 60 years and the Japanese created their infrastructure system so Taiwan has a great infrastructure like who who like, where would I want to know that? that like how who would I know that? Me that exactly so, but girl, we barely know American history. Fuck out of no, here. No, literally. You know what? Oh, <laughs> we are oh, American. God. We are American. Who is Christopher Olympic. Columbus? I girl, still don't know, girl. I don't know. He sold shoes. <laughs> who, who is that? Christopher Columbus did the cable, did he, girl? Yeah, something like that. The internet. Who did he? I don't. Yeah, but an amazing weekend. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like I'm being me. And I'm so motivated, girl. I can do anything. Like, I've worked out every day now. Like, I don't it's know. Me Something's in the air. Something's in the air, for real. Yeah. It's that side of return. Girl, I love that. I can't believe it. But go ahead, girl. So, yeah, my high is with my weekend, too. I, so, you know, I was feeling lonely. You know, Mike, mm-hmm. that I was feeling lonely. And I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> be fucking realistic. I said, be fucking for real. Like, first off, you used to love being alone. Second off, that's true. You got this nice ass apartment. Mm-hmm. Fuck, if you don't get outside your balcony and read a motherfucking book, no, literally, I'm 
fuck you up. So that's what I did. I laid out for about three hours. Ooh. I read. In the sun. I sweated in the sun mm-hmm. with my bathing suit on. Yep. Ass out. Honey, honey fucking, what they call Honey buns out. Mm. Yeah. All <laughs> coochie out. Lips talking, not the ones on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that felt really good. It felt nice to... I still wish I left the house, but also... I knew that it would have been so overwhelming because it's a holiday weekend and I don't like crowds like that. And it's hot mm-hmm. and crowds when it's hot is misbriality. <laughs> misbriality. Misbriality to the floor. <laughs> I had a stroke. I had a stroke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's really my high. Like, that shit felt good. I'm like, what else did I do? Take it one step at a time. That's a good thing to do. Like, that really rebalances me. Like, sitting in the sun reading. Well, that, and I, like, felt bad because I was like, girl, you used to do this all the time. And the fact that it took you, I don't know. It's just like, I'm in a weird fucking headspace. I don't know. But you told me this before. You can't compare yourself from the past to the world. Previous me. I know. I know. Because past me wasn't doing the things that I'm doing now and I am proud of myself I think I'm just I'm my biggest critic and I'm so fucking mean to myself like anytime somebody thinks that I'm mean I'm like girl please like <laughs> relax <nothing>. like <laughs> relax <laughs> like the way I talk to myself is crazy the expectations I have for myself are absolutely bonkers like why I, who what if I knew me Mm-hmm. I would be like, girl, you are that girl. That's crazy. Like, you're that bitch. I want to be you. And I'm her. But it's okay to have those thoughts. Just cut them out. Like, cut them off when you notice that it's happening. I know. It's just exhausting. It's like chasing the, what is it called? Chasing the rabbit. Like, you got to stop mm-hmm. doing it. I know. I know. One step and everybody's at a time. like, oh, how, do you, how are you so confident? Like, girl, you just, like, fake it. It's because you give that energy to other people. But you can't yeah, give it to yourself. It back to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Independence, girl. Right. It's about that. I uh, see. I'm hyper independent. And I'm trying to get out of my independence. See, I'm just, I'm that black and white. So I'll go from one extreme to the other. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I love being alone, and now it's like, oh, I love being around people. I want to be around people, even people I don't like. <laughs> Learn. You know? Learn. That's all I gotta tell Disgusting. you, girl. Write it down. I start journaling. I started journaling again. Girl, I am, and I was journaling. I was like, damn, this is deep, girl. It's depressing. It's depressing. <laughs> Pause. I'm like, wait. Because there was a journal. Let me see if it's worthy of bringing up right now. It's basically about like how I feel like my mentality is going back to the men ain't shit mentality. And I really want to refrain from it. And I think I just needed to acknowledge that that mindset feels safe, although it's so anxiety fueled. And that perspective is normal to me. But it doesn't mean that like I need or want to go there. Mm-hmm. And the reason I feel like that is because I'm still in the cycle of attracting men who aren't shit. But that's good because you're already past the step of denial. You're at acceptance right. and acknowledgement. You think so? Yeah, because it's so easy to say, like, I don't actually like these men. Like, you know, just denying right. it with any excuse. Yeah, normally I'm like, oh, I hate them. Like, I just hate all men. Because now you're shifting the perspective. Yeah, now I'm like, okay... I'm attracted to these men because I'm attracted to toxicity mm-hmm. <laughs> in reality. And that's why I keep going into this 
fucking headspace is this normal like does everybody not everybody but like mm. is, do you think there's a lot of people that go through this type of shit yeah 100 percent, girl everybody goes through toxic okay. relationships but like that in just like that heads i guess realize yeah that headspace and realizing all of that yeah it because it's like um you're hurting but you're also feeling good so you don't know what's actually like right you what you should go with y'all fuck this shit on some real shit if you relate to this Get the fuck out. <laughs> I say a lot of Alexis and how I used to be. She's sounding crazy on the phone, y'all. Let's <laughs> 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 no, see what she had to deal with for they like don't out me, both of my please. relationships. I'm embarrassed. You had to deal with that when I was with um, Man 1 and Man 2. So don't worry. I'm, I'm here for you, girl. <laughs> I'm for here real? for you. Girl, you crazy. told everybody I sounded crazy before. Don't stress. We all had those moments. Everybody that's listening has had a crazy moment. And everybody that's going to listen has had a crazy moment. I'm just, I am driving myself insane. It happens. Because, like, I want to be clear with y'all. My actions aren't crazy. It's my thoughts that are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to learn from it. We're all going to learn. You're not oh. singled out in this. Trust and I want to fast forward. I want to fast Girl. forward until some healthy relationships. Like, that's where I'm trying to go. Just wait. You're going to get there. Right. But while you're getting there, we'll discuss our recommendations for the week. Let's go, you guys. Proper Rex. So I was on Netflix and I watched this mm-hmm. movie that is based mm. on a true story. And I know me and you love these true stories. We love it. We love it. This movie is called Catch Me If You Can. It's a little, it's an oldie. It's from the 90s, I would say. I feel like I... It's for Leonardo DiCaprio. You might have seen it. It's about this man. He's like a con man. And he pretends to be a pilot. Pretends to be like a whole bunch of other things in this movie. And he's like the greatest motherfucking liar I have ever seen. It's like... Anna Delvey, like how this bitch pretended Ooh. to be an heiress, like, and we were all it's like, it's a whole different personality. I know, I love it, and it's so crazy. Us on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> everything we ever said to you was a lie. <laughs> bitch, you are gonna love this movie. I'm telling you, like, yo, this cast, Leonardo, is all the white, the white men mm-hmm. of our history: Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Wow, Martin Sheen, Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie, Ellen so Pompeo's fine. in it. All the white girls, Girl, the Amy fucking, Adams, is Jennifer in it. Garner, Elizabeth uh, Banks, like so many great actors. And it was like a nice long movie too. Like I sat there and I was just in shock. Like I smoked my blunt. Like I was enjoying this movie. It was like them things that you get so sucked into and you like watch it in the dark. And it's like, oh my God, Ooh. I can't believe that this is even true. It's a Rotten Tomato 96%. Girl, watch it. Like, I recommend everybody yeah, watch it. Because it's like one of those old movies that you sometimes skip over because you're like, oh, this is too old. Like, I see it's a classic, but whatever. But right. no, this is a good one. Like, I finally sat down and watched done it. And done Slay, I love that. And Leonardo DiCaprio um, is like the embodiment of male perfection in his time in like his prime like he's so fucking fine oh my god yeah it was 2002 and he was young and he's playing an 18 year old mm. mm, mm, oh wait mm, now mm. he's sounding pedo but girl 18 legal i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> mentality no, and looks know. are different things nah, leo i mean leo is a pedo right now but like girl he fine he was fine they're they're 25 year olds like that's his limit let him be <laughs> i'm past his Side limit no 
Oh, no, it wasn't with him. But what's her name? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow had an interview with Call Her Daddy, and I, I guess she dated Ben Affleck, and I was thinking Leo, but it wasn't. It was um Brad Pitt. Oh, I didn't even know she dated Brad Pitt. They were engaged, babe. Where was I? I was probably like, hey. I, I think, yeah, I think we were like seven or eight. But she was saying, like, who was better in bed, oh. who who's sassier, all that. Okay, I need to listen to this one because that's, I'm curious. Pod. Brad Pitt is fine. <laughs> Brad Pitt is fine. And I love Ben oh. with his big ass. All these abusing men that are fine. I know. We love them. <gasps> Not the topic of the episode really being about that. Angelina Jolie, we love you too, girl. No, we love you, girl. <laughs> Anyways, girls, so my proper wreck, oh, I have two little ones, but I would, let me talk about Love Island UK real quick this season. Mike. Tell us. Oh my God. You've never watched Love Island UK, right? I've seen maybe like an hour of one episode, but those episodes are like five hours long. No, they're one hour long, but it's every day. So it's like 72 episodes throughout the season type shit, or I maybe, maybe less than that. I don't know. Maybe they had more extended cuts before, but I remember like Love Island and Big Brother were like super long episodes in general. Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. So this season like is drama, 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 but like in a really good way, babes, mm-hmm. because like everybody is talking shit about each other. Yeah, vibes. And like, babes, <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers because normally it's like when they sat with person, like when they choose a person and they lock down then the lockdown but like Yo. nobody wants to lock like nobody wants to lock down right now and like and what episode is this on i'm on episode 21 right now girl yeah. oh my god okay i've been doing a lot um and like girl i don't know it's just thinking about how men are oh my god it's the, crazy the people on that show are fucking vile <laughs> they're vile and like men are just so it's just seeing the differences i'm like analyzing it because i'm like zooted oh yeah just like by myself (laughs) so i'm analyzing like the psychology the sociology the micro sociology no the micro sociology (laughs) of it and what i notice is like men it's really about timing for them like with Mm -hmm. women it's like I feel like majority of women either were ready more often than not to settle down than men or our standards or our like our timing is like our timing is very much like whatever happens happens but with men it's like if they're not ready in that moment to settle down they like they want to test it like the fact that like the men kept wanting to test their relationships like Mm. if a bombshell walked in they're like oh let me test it and make sure I really like you yeah talk to her to make sure and like the women are like well i really like you so like i really don't give a fuck i know he fine but like that's kind of the opposite of what i would think i would think a woman is more concerned about everything and she tries to like pinpoint all the factors versus a man will go into it without thinking of the risks you know what i mean no because women i feel like we have more of the mentality of fixing like oh he does have this but he Mm. also has this okay okay and he also does this and like he could change like Oh my god, he kissed you. Oh my god, that's great. You know, yeah, and it's like yeah. so noticing that and then over the weekend, this isn't a rug, this is just me talking shit, but over the weekend I heard this story. Fun fact about my building, it's literally like the circle. It's like I feel like they're playing a fucking social experiment on us. Like everybody hunches each other. Like there's wine Wednesdays every Wednesday and everybody I just get the tea from somebody because I don't like that type of shit. Y'all know I don't like being around people like that. So and I don't like people knowing my I don't like to shit where I eat, although I'm kinda doing that in a different situation. Anyway, like I don't <laughs> But this girl was telling me a story about this lady who moved in. Her name's Bonnie. 
and she oh she about 70 80 right but she's like she has a boyfriend she's like living, living okay like go ahead life. bonnie yeah so majority of the people here are young single like when i say they all hunting like dead ass like every and there's like mad like plugs that live here mad strippers that live here a lot of like nightlife type of this is for the ri- the rich the rich um hood rich type yeah exactly yeah, yeah is what it's serving and so so bonnie being here she, it's a little thrown off i haven't seen what bonnie <laughs> looks like nothing so i want to see miss bonnie i want to see miss bonnie i was like girl show me a bonnie and clyde bonnie, <laughs> bonnie to the stage <laughs> um, so miss bonnie she got a boyfriend but she hanging out with these three dudes that live in the building as well she's um, 70 she about 70 girl. Girl. That's what, this is what my friend said i was like girl are you sure she's like girl she old and i was like she petite but she old anyway Ooh. So there's this dude. I forgot his name already. Let's say let's say his name's uh, Jake. Mm-hmm. There's this dude, Jake. He's a filmographer. He's like younger. I would say he's like our age or like thirty, like between our age and like mid thirties type shit. Okay. And he got a young girlfriend. All that he made out with Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie and must look good. Bonnie got to look good. I don't know. She was like she said that she. It's anyway. So then there's this other dude, right? This other dude, let's say his name's Richie. And Richie, he's, for some reason, he's smashed multiple girls in the building. And, like, baddies, too. Uh-huh. And if you see Richie... I think we all, all know an ugly man that became bitches. Like, um, I'm going to bleep the name out. But multiple. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so... And he doesn't even lay pipe good because a lot of the girls that he's smashed have told me that what is his catching point i'm so confused Girl, i have no idea for my friend she said that he she heard that he had a house like he owned a house in long island so she was like let me go <laughs> let me smash <laughs> let me smash i was like that's a new york standard huh <laughs> anyway owns a house in long island got Done. it anyway so he's dating this girl who's like a big booty brazilian like she and she's smashing him all the time, right? Right? They're like they're kind of exclusive. I don't know. How you smash all the time and be bad? Girls be settling. That's crazy. I'd rather literally be celibate, which is what I did anyway. So they, him and her, had plans for him to pick her up at like six a.m. for them to like spend the weekend in his Long Island home or whatever. Mm-hmm. The night before, they having a little after party. Not with his girl. His girl is like she doesn't live in the building, so she's home. Whatever. Yeah. Richie is here with Jake, Bonnie, such and such, such and such. They're having a little after party, a little Getty. And Bonnie is touching all of our right? Everybody leaves. Everybody leaves. Everybody leaves. And this is how chismosa everybody is in this building. Tell me how one of the dudes took a picture of Bonnie leaving Richie's house at 3 a.m. Why is there paparazzi? Girl, paparazzi is crazy. So the worst part is, is that this motherfucker didn't wake up to go pick up his girl at 6 a.m. Because he was fucking 80-year-old Bonnie. Oh, my goodness. And that had me thinking about how men are disgusting. I need to see a picture of all these people on a lineup. I need to see the cast of this movie. Oh my god, they're all ugly. Like they're all ugly. <laughs> That's the thing is like they are all ugly. 
I hope nobody listens to this podcast. When we except the it. one that told me. Except the, my friend that told me. She's beautiful. But everybody else is pretty ugly, baby. Standard build. Like receding hairline for um old boy that gets pussy. What did I call him? Jake. Yeah. Er, Bobby. Uh, Billy. Uh, Billy Bobby. What did I call him? I don't him? remember. Girl. Bobby Bibby. Ch- uh, ch- uh, girl. Richie. Y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. Richie, girl. There it was. <laughs> But that's the thing. It had me thinking, like, this man is getting tight Brazilian ass all the time, and she's so pretty. He got money. But not even that much money, though. It's not that much, girl. Like, it's really not that serious. He's doing all that, and he ugly, ugly, on the spectrum, babe. Like, I'm not even, I'm keeping it a buck. <laughs> so, boss. <laughs> It's a known thing in the building. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. Don't come for us. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of my face. Shout out to the people on the spectrum. So am I. They're like, slay. who finna check me? No, girl, I swear yeah, I y'all are also. a slay. We're a slay. Like, anyway, girl, that got nothing to do with us. But what I'm getting at is, like, he is bottom of the barrel if we had to compare it, right? If we're talking about pedestals. Yeah. And, and he's... And it's not even, like... It's not even like Bonnie is in comparison to the young Brazilian. Again, I'm not being ageist or anything, but let, like, come on, bro. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's just because no, she had a pulse. It's because there's no consequence. So like, there's no like we were saying, like boys just have a harder time because there's no risk. How am I supposed to trust somebody? Well, not everybody's the same. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> pause. <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah girl you gotta learn that lesson yourself we just talked about that now everybody's the same and you even said that yourself girl i told y'all she do sound crazy she going round in circles i'm going in 40 minutes i'm chasing my own tail girl i'm a fucking rat i'm in my fucking rat cage era right now you're like one of them dumbass dogs that got their tongues out at all times i'm literally a fucking tonta for the girls that don't know fucking spanish that means a Stupida. <laughs> like, stupid. I'm being so dumb right now. It's stupid. You're being insuperable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm staring off. And for the girls wondering, I'm literally staring off into space wondering. She's questioning like, her whole life right now. Questioning, like, girl, who are you? Literally. Even? Girl. No, even. Don't stress it too much. But that was a fucking hot story. I'm surprised you haven't told me that. That's why I kept it. I wrote it down and I was like, I literally, when I heard it, I was like, let me write this down for the pod because I feel like the girls would like it. Yeah, and keep this updated because I would like the updates on this story myself. I want to see Bonnie. As soon as I see Bonnie, I'm going to take a picture of her. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to Wine Wednesday. I told her, I was like, text me what she look like or what she's wearing and I'm going to peek. And then I'm going to walk away because I need to see what Bonnie look like. Mike, when I tell you I'm still shook to my core, just knowing just having that realization about men of like it's just don't think too much about it like i said everybody's different you can't go into you're right, you're right. yeah because you're already inventing and that's why that i had story. that journal prompt that's why i had that journal entry of like i'm going back to that fucking mentality and i don't like that because they're not all the same no but yeah anyways but pussy is pussy with these men for real yeah for real but and that's what i said i was like but uh, you will never hear a woman say dick is dick never I beg to differ. You'll never, girl. Wait, what bitch? You know? Oh, 
<laughs> Wait, why did I know if somebody is the lead? <laughs> Bleep this out. <laughs> no, I mean, every girl's a hoe. And every man's a hoe. Everybody likes sex. So. No, babe, yeah, everybody likes sex, but I feel like women are a lot more choosy. We're not just going to have sex with a dude. Maybe, maybe it's just me, because I did go celibate. Because I wasn't just about... Because dick is not dick for me. You can't put everybody in the one same box. Because there's definitely... Ew, why are you coming for me right now? Shut the fuck up. Because you're the same... <laughs> like, you say the same thing when I'm in the same headspace. I know. Anyways, you guys, we have a great little topic today for you. <laughs> it's going to be more of a little proper chat. Alexis had a little question for me. Lately, you guys, obviously, the trend of today's episode and... I mean, this is a relationship podcast in general. This is sex, comedy, relationship, all that. Mm-hmm. But it's the hot topic. Sometimes I'm like, girl, you talk about it too much, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, this is important. But basically the conversation around matching energies, like that whole concept when somebody's like, oh, just match their energy. Like if, if you're complaining to your friend and that's their advice, based on like let's say you're dating somebody and you're like Mm -hmm. oh i feel like they're doing this this and this and they're like match their energy what are your thoughts i think and i know some people are going to be tired of hearing this because i'm tired of hearing it as well but i think Mm -hmm. this is such a great area Mm -hmm. like there's definitely the goods and the bads with matching energy like an example of this would be just like clear it up a little bit is like let's say you have a partner Mm -hmm. and they're not texting you the way that you would expect them to be so let's say they're doing like one word responses two word responses and you're like writing fucking essays dbqs back and like some advice you give yourself is like let me match their energy Mm. but that could come like either a negative perspective or it could be a positive and it just depends on the context see for me what brought me to this and wanted to talk about it with you guys this week is i had like a revelation of why would I want to match someone's energy when it's about the energy I want to give? Why would I want to react? Because I feel like matching someone's energy is a reaction. And a reaction comes from taking things personal. Mm -hmm. And that whole topic of everything's connected, you know? So I was like, if I feel, if I get to a point of needing to match someone's energy for my well-being, then I need to leave that you know yeah i could i could say in the back end of that you could also match somebody's energy and it could be beneficial to you like a scenario would be you are too attached to somebody that you're seeing romantically and you're starting off in the first dates Uh uh-huh you could tell yourself i'm gonna match their energy and maybe detach myself a little bit and that could actually be beneficial to you because you gain a little bit more of that independence back and you start Mm -hmm. Uh, not seeing yourself as you and that person, but you start to see yourself in that situation only. Mm-hmm. So it would prevent you from getting hurt or getting attached and taking things personal when you really shouldn't. So that's why I was saying like it could be a give and take. Like you, it just all depends on the context of what's happening. Yeah, it's all perspective. But I do want to highlight again there could be healthy matching exactly of energies yeah so you could try to match somebody's energy and that's because it's more aligned to you and you realize Mm -hmm. that after the fact and that creates more of a compatibility between you and your partner you or your friend whoever the like whatever the case may be with matching energy in a positive way you could learn from somebody when you match their energy Mm -hmm. let's say if somebody has a little bit more of elevation with their healing journey or you know, can just communicate more effectively and you match that energy like you weren't, but maybe before you weren't the type to communicate as much, 
but you want to match their energy and they're communicative i would say that's a positive energy matching yeah you push yourself like let's say you have like shared passions or you have you're on the same path of like personal and emotional growth like matching that same energy could also be super beneficial because then you build that stronger connection with somebody and you have that support system and you have somebody that's with you at all times because of that right because it's like identifying if it's positive or negative it's like i feel like it it does go to as simple as if you start to feel drained from matching someone's energy exactly then that's the fucking problem like when it's draining and detrimental that's when you got to be like wait let me leave this and that's where that gray area is on like when to leave and when to not or i was just thinking now let's say you're in a bad mood and you're Mm -hmm. with somebody and they have like a really positive perspective and sometimes when you're in a negative headspace that's a good match it's so Mm -hmm. hard to get out of that so you really have to push yourself and matching that type of energy could boost you up and could do so much better for you absolutely but again <laughs> that could also Not be a negative can, right because it could be a negative for the other person yeah. who and that depends on whether or not you're an energy giver or like like i feel like you and i both are the same type of personality where we set the tone for a room like not yeah. trying to like toot our own horns mm-hmm. but I guess we do have that power. I don't know. I feel like we've always been told that we have that power. Exactly. Once we start to notice it, we actually do notice it. If I go into a room upset, people are going to feel that and they're going to probably mirror that. Mm -hmm. But if I go into a room happy, people are going to be like, oh, my God, like this isn't. Look at this shining bright. Shining bright. Like a (laughs) girl. (laughs) Would you would you consider energy matching? Because for me. Um, let's say I'm doing like one-on-one with somebody if mm-hmm. they're not in a good mood or they're not as like ecstatic as I am going in then I completely match that and I can't build myself up when the other person's not giving me the response to get there for myself would you consider that energy matching it's tough because it's like let's say it's you or Kylie like mm-hmm. the people that are I feel like you guys are connected to my soul. Like, not trying to get mushy or whatever. Chicken noodle soup like, for the Alexis soul. Yeah, like, here we go. <laughs> like, but, like, y'all are, like, you know, like, my writer dies. Yeah. And if y'all... Not that I'm not mentioning all of my writer dies, by the way. Like, the, I'm not mentioning all of them. If you're listening, you also know this means you too. But if y'all were feeling low... I would try a few times and I but I know that y'all would get there like I know y'all would get happy eventually because I know how to make y'all happy like I know how to get you out of your funk you know what Mm -hmm. I mean because we know what we bring to each other but if it's like let's say it's a new friend that's tough that's really really tough but like if it's if it's somebody that I know yeah then I I don't want to be your friend anymore because what's the point of being around you if like we're not able to help each other out like don't be around me then. that's so true yeah yeah that's where i'm at with it you know what i mean because it's like at the end of the day nothing is that serious and the whole point of us being in a relationship or in a friendship is so that we can uplift each other and if you're not gonna allow me to uplift mm-hmm. you yeah then there's no you know then we gotta let each other go for a little bit then oh. until you're ready to let me uplift you again oh but once it's getting to that bad point of like you guys aren't uplifting each other then it could also lead mm-hmm. to codependency where one person's yep. too stressed about the other that's person's emotion exactly yep. and that's what we talked about last week oh. in more in depth if you are interested in episode 23 now that we're talking about it more deeply i feel that energy matching is all about understanding when it's positive or negative 
because like I said, it could lead to codependency or it's, constant conflict. And it's not even that black or white. I want to even stop you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you. It's more about if it serves you or not. Mm. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode of like, that's what we have to hold on to to make sure we're making the intuition and all of that, making the right or wrong decision. Is it right for me in that moment? Am I sticking true to me? Am I loving myself with this decision? But how do you know if you're being too independent? No, you're not. You're asking, how do you know if you're being too selfish? You're not. There's a difference from sabotaging and like putting people down to uplift you yeah. and choosing yourself in a moment. Yeah. You're not, you don't have to put somebody down to uplift you, but you can uplift you in every situation. That's my constant struggle in my head. Like, yeah me too like i want to put some people down that i feel are not draining me but they're bringing me down emotionally or physically Mm -hmm. depending on the Mm -hmm. situation and my way of coping with that is putting them down to put myself up and i have to learn that that's not the way to do it because they're not doing this to me exactly they're not they're just doing Mm -hmm. it because they feel that's the best to get around the situation exactly Mm -hmm. oh girl this great talk is draining me uh, black Girl, and white is, is what really i want therapy. no literally the fact that you have therapy every week with this fucking ep- with these episodes is insane because no, this is literally what it I, this was like the beginning of me and my journey because it, it started with the whole topic of choosing myself and like because with choosing yourself that's all with the whole self-love journey and self-love mm-hmm. is literally the biggest it's the journey it's the only journey is learning about yourself loving yourself being confident with yourself all of that so when it comes to decision making and maneuvering through relationships and partnerships and discussions once i learned that especially when it comes to quote-unquote arguments Mm -hmm. i learned that instead of going into it with the reaction of like well if they say this this is how i'm gonna act yeah i went in it with this is what i want yeah yeah and if i'm not getting this then i could walk away and i can come back to it Oh my God! But I that's could also such walk a away again. such a like eye opening thought. I know, like knowing that you have the capability to walk away from a situation. That part, and I had this revelation like not long ago with a family member. I didn't understand because I was like, "Well, he's gonna think that I'm walking away from our relationship," and she's like, "No, you can come back, and you could say that. No, you can say, okay, I'm gonna walk away from this right now." Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back in 30 minutes. Whatever the case is, even if if you don't live together or whatever, like we'll come back to this conversation next time. Yeah. And it's just getting into that habit. And with that itself, too, that's a boundary. That's you laying down a boundary. And what are boundaries? You respecting yourself. Yes, that is so good. Mm. Getting to that point of healed and being able to share your boundary is such a like it's such a scary moment. It's like when you're bungee jumping, you're right at the edge. And like if you never jump, then you never Because you got to keep doing it, too. And with boundary setting, it's it's not just you set it once. Like the the biggest challenge is being consistent with the respect you have for yourself to continue fucking consistently laying that boundary down. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Once you do it once, it gets Girl. easier the second time. And then the third time and the fourth time and the hundredth time, depending on the relationship. You know, if we're talking about uh, sisters and brothers and, you know, siblings, that's going to take. Hundreds of times. Yeah, We're talking about honestly. neural pathways that y'all know forever. Exactly. We're talking about new relationships. And then that's when you know, again, that's that gray area mm-hmm. where we're like, well, when do you know when it's enough? That's your measurement. Yeah. 
So I want to move on to actually identifying whether matching energies is positive or negative. And mm-hmm. I want to prelude this by saying that this takes a lot of self-awareness, a lot of observation, a lot of self-reflection. So mm. this is not going to come easy. It's not going to come easy the first time or the second time. Mm. But the mm. more you practice, the better it gets. Mm. One step is definitely assess your emotional uh, well-being. Make sure you see with yourself, how are you feeling? How do these interactions make you feel? Journaling. We always say this. Journal, journal, right. journal. This is the only way where you can look back. You can see how you felt a, a certain day, what certain interaction made you feel. Mm-hmm. And with that, it gets easier as well because you have it all jotted down. You have it all right. in front of you. It's written. It's like talking to a therapist. You're passed up as, as a therapist. It's as simple as that. No, yeah. It's like I feel like we talk ourselves out of journaling because we think of it as diary writing or we think of it as something that it's not. Yeah. And it's as simple as it's a tool to get the thought out so that you can actually be like, this is a thought. Mm-hmm. Rip up done exactly. you know like we don't have to keep it or let me dissect it a little bit more and then mm-hmm. we rip it up and we're done with it but like i said at the beginning you know you do all of this to see is this draining yeah or is this something that's positive to me is this serving me and that's how you identify it another one that you just mentioned notice the mm-hmm. patterns you're gonna notice yeah. these patterns you have to and that's why you got a journal to notice the motherfucking it's, pattern. it's learning your lesson of what has already happened and with that mm-hmm. you start to be, begin to trust your own intuition and that's called being fucking for real exactly be fucking serious <laughs> be fucking serious with yourself sis like on god like stop being dumb like for real because some of y'all be lying to yourself Oof, mike is one of them 100%. i'm currently one of them like no it's so easy because it starts it's it's so that pattern of overthinking mm-hmm. uh what did you tell me today on the phone uh how to know when you're overthinking versus thinking intuitively yeah so when you feel like something feels like it's panic like running out of time overthinking you start to panic you're like oh if i say this then maybe they'll say this or well i said this and then they said this i wonder if what they thought of that that's anxiety that's like there's no intuition there that's panic yeah. that's anxiety intuition is when it feels calm it feels like a decision is made and Mm -hmm. you don't have to you don't second guess yourself and i know like at maybe at the beginning of your journey that's very confusing to identify but i promise eventually once with practice and you start taking the chance of going the direction of what feels calmer Mm -hmm. you'll see like it's easier to make decisions once you start practicing that side of your brain of like the intuition side yeah because anxiety is part of our brains like that panic is part of our brains Mm -hmm. that's activated through fight or flight it's when you make those new neural pathways then you can finally identify because it becomes that instinct you're on ultra because when people ultra instinct mode bitch right because i i feel like when people are like oh i get this pain in my stomach and people are like oh your intuition is in your stomach no it's not like you're not gonna get a stomach ache if it's intuition that's anxiety <laughs> no literally bitch that's ibs <laughs> that's ibs babe go to the shitter no but for but you know sometimes like if i'll send a text mm-hmm. like if i you know what i mean or if i reach out to somebody or whatever it's like that's anxiety being like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like that's not intuition being like stop that's anxiety being like stop <laughs> my intuition is like girl do it that initial thought that you had like let me text them or let me reach out to this person. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, at what point do you... Because not everything we say is right. Like, it comes to a point where sometimes you do second-guess yourself. Like, oh, I did this embarrassing thing. <laughs> do you feel embarrassed because of the reaction that you got? Or do you feel mm. embarrassed because you 
misuse the words like in a different order than you wanted to or do you feel embarrassed again because of the reaction that you got and because you set an expectation Mm -hmm. on the reaction that you got and so then the reaction you got you took it personal is that why you feel embarrassed or because of the words you said is that what you like literally and then you have to talk to yourself you have to talk to yourself about that exactly it's always a reaction because if they if they gave you the reaction you wanted whether it's like a a joke that landed you're gonna be like oh i'm funny Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) i want to live by myself in the forest. I'm tired of being with people. <laughs> I'm over this. I swear to God, that was me. That's why I was celibate for so long. I was like, I I can't do this. Like, I'm going to go isolate. But isolation is not the key, you guys. Isolation, that's anxiety. Isolation. And that's why you feel like that, Mike, because all the growing you're doing in your journey is so new. Yeah. And you're like, ew! <laughs> and then you just want to run away. <laughs> I feel actually with like when you're making these new neural pathways and you feel so, Mm -hmm. so insecure with yourself because it's all still brand new. You have that fear still in you. I think communicating openly, like let's say somebody does feel that you miscommunicated your thought to them. Mm -hmm. Talk openly and say what you did want to say. And you shouldn't feel like judged for saying that you shouldn't feel put down for trying to re-explain yourself in the way that you wanted Absolutely. to originally because at the end of the day if their reaction is not what you wanted to be mm-hmm. that's what was supposed to happen that's the lesson you were supposed to take like okay maybe i need to distance myself from this person yeah this energy isn't serving me exactly because they don't care about you the same way you do sorry you said they don't care about you the way they used to no no like, they, they don't care about you, you the same way you do about no no oh, okay Okay, let's dissect that real quick. That's you taking it personal because they're not doing it to you. It's not about you. Their actions aren't about you. Their actions are about themselves. So remembering they care about me, but not in the way that I want to be cared about right now. It's Mm. not serving me right now. Even if they've cared about me the same throughout and I'm the one who grew and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be cared the way you're caring for me now. I want to be carried this way. Mm -hmm. And if they're not able to read that manual and adjust that's when you're like okay so let's distance ourselves then yeah because our manual is always changing Mm -hmm. and it's up to us to communicate this manual yeah and it's up to them to want to understand it good point girl actually that's you caught me that's the manual Yeah, yeah yeah no because it's true it's like we'll be like well he doesn't care about me i learned that really with dissecting the relationship with my biological father because i was like he don't love me and she was like <laughs> she was like yes he does and i was like shut the fuck Girl, up. did you talk to <laughs> like, him <laughs> like how you know and she was like you have to understand that people love you in their own way and if it's not good enough for you then it's not good enough for you and that's your decision and i was like damn but then is it okay to walk away yeah okay. absolutely okay. i got the i got one right <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it is. And I'm talking about a relationship with my father. You could walk away. She's saying, yeah, you could walk away from that. So if you're if you're second-guessing it about a friend, a boyfriend, a husband, a wife, whatever, if you feel like you've done what you could in giving your guidebook, all of that, I mean, you measure that. But there's always a choice to walk away. And you're not going to be the bad guy for walking away. Because choosing yourself at the end of the day, somebody's going to measure that however they want. Yeah. Somebody could measure it as selfishness and somebody could measure it as, damn, they woke. Mm. They're they're grown. They chose their self. That's courageous. Wow. 
Uh, and yeah. now I'm starting to think. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think. What if you're the toxic one and you choose to walk away from a relationship that's not serving you? But that's that's all about self reflection. Like I talked about, like I'm going in the, the circle. Like if you're the toxic one, <laughs> yeah. no, we we in the circle, girl. <laughs> so if you're the toxic one and you leave them, but you feel like you shouldn't have because you're actually the toxic one, not them. Mm-hmm. You leave them without realizing that you're the toxic one. You had to leave them to realize that you were the toxic one. There we go. There we go. Mm. She just read my future. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no, because, but the, remember, the common thing out of all of this is, is it serving you? Is it for you? You, 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 you. And I don't care how selfish that is. That is the biggest thing that I broke down at the beginning of my journey with therapy in particular was discovering the selflessness and the selfishness and defining what selfish is to me. Wow. Yeah. But that all comes with literally talk to yourself. I don't care if it sounds crazy. You got to talk to yourself. Because I also want to know as minorities or, you know, kids from immigrants, selfishness is a very like what we're taught as what's selfish is very particular you know what mm-hmm. i mean like our parents came to this country to give us something good right yeah. that's selfless to them so i feel like we're taught that we have to go to school and do good and do this and do that for them because we're selfish if we don't right yeah yeah that's what we were taught that's i hate not, that mindset i and that's the neural pathway that we have to work so hard to change Because it's not even as minorities, it's people from different countries than America. Because I feel like an American mentality on what selfishness is, is very different than... It's it's for like a lower income country. Like um, I've noticed that more lower income countries have more of a tight knit families. Like everything's for the family, everything's for somebody else. Everything's for the family, exactly. Yeah, because like Swedish mentality is so, so different. When kids are 18, like they move out, but their parents still help them. Right. They don't have an emphasis on family life. Like family's there and you love your family, but you live your own life and you you live it by yourself. Like you're independent. Right. Which is if we did have to measure something as right or wrong, I would define that as the right way of living because we're on this earth as souls to live mm-hmm. for ourselves, not for the family. Like what? The only issue is that is you have a higher chance of being lonely. No, I disagree. It's because Sweden has like highest like loneliness rate. The only reason I disagree with that is because I feel like when you do have that separation of like, yeah, this is my family, but this is my life, then that gives you more of an opportunity to build your family. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess it depends on the it depends on the person. It depends on how yeah. how healed you are, like how open you are to uh, recognize these positive aspects in your life. Well, yeah, I feel like we really dug in for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to end it with. Energy matching could be a positive thing. It could bring you a lot of prosperity in your life with your relationships, a lot of like mm-hmm. harmony, growth, fulfillment. It depends on the energy that you match. And exactly. Grow. We did focus a lot on the negative. I mean, we always mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But the biggest takeaway is, does it serve you? Exactly. Ask yourself at the end of the day with every decision. If, if you're second guessing a decision for yourself, was well, this decision that I'm making serving me mm-hmm. in this moment? Exactly. Make a pros and cons list, bitch. And put what you want out of this. Like, what are you what are you trying to gain? You can change your perspective to always gain something from something. Everything's a learning mm-hmm. lesson. Every failure comes with the reward. Yeah. Don't stress. 
And nothing in life matters. Life is infinite. Like Remember that feeling that you writing down in your journal? You could throw it out and then you never got to think about it again. And if you think about it again, you write it out and you throw it out again. Mm. And that's it. Because feelings aren't real. What's your reality? Look around. See your reality. Mm -hmm. If your reality is also shit, then fucking do something else because you live in america and you have you have the choice girl some of us don't end of the day we build our own lives if you got a (laughs) shitty life you know you put yourself there (laughs) that's a topic for a different day (laughs) there's different scenarios and everything but for the most part we're not being insensitive per se but it is more of like it's more like real talk it's more like real talk like we're not we're speaking for people that are in first world country yeah exactly like, like like that's what we're talking about like we have at the end of the day there's opportunity like we're not fighting war every day like mm-hmm. there's not war in our country like we're not tr- like there's no reason for you to be in misery when you have a roof over your head and that's the whole law of detachment like remembering that you don't need more than what you have yeah and again we're speaking for people that relate to our societal living. exactly I believe we live in a time and age where we have the highest ability of doing what we want. Like we can chase our dreams the easiest now, mm. but we have mm. choice paralysis yeah. and you have to mm. you have to fight that. Like there's yeah. no easy way to say it. Like there really isn't. You can't let yourself be blind from everything. You can't be a deer in headlights right. your whole life. You got to do something. Yeah. You got to take the initiative to jump from that nobody's bungee. gonna do it for you nobody's gonna do it for you yeah. at all if you're on a wellness journey and or if you want to be on a wellness journey and you're like i don't know nobody's gonna do it for you find that therapist mm-hmm. find the fucking book start the fucking journey do whatever it is that you want to do if you wanted to start a business fucking read about it go on fucking youtube go on google fucking schedule a meeting with somebody but do it with intent oh my god fucking live your fucking life ho stop making excuses for real. Start a podcast, bro. Compete with us. <laughs> Don't compete. <laughs> no no one can compete with us. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> We had a lot of fun. Out. We had a lot of fun oh, yeah. talking to y'all about this today. It's a hot topic. I think it's um it's something you could take into every relationship into your life, be it positive, be it negative. Every single one. And it's good to like Literally. to just self reflect on the things that are bringing you happiness, the things that are bringing you sadness. Right. Don't forget, we love y'all. Yeah, it's a ref- it, it's a reflection summer. It's a soft girl summer. We are here to grow. Mm-hmm. So as usual, you can find us here on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening. Mm-hmm. You can read the description to get some codes off, along with finding our personal Instagram. I'm at Thank You Lex. Mike is at Mike Candoff, along with at the Proper Podcast on Instagram for our podcast or at proper podcast on tiktok there was one more thing i had to say oh we would love a review continue reviewing Mm -hmm. us five stars only on apple you can write in something sweet and we would love that and we've been choosing proper whores of the week um and on spotify it takes literally a millisecond to put five stars literally so do it match our energy bitch Match our energy, ho. <laughs> Look at all this energy we just gave you, all this advice free. I'm drained. Three th- y'all want to know how much I spend in therapy so, so then I can reflect it back to y'all? Like, the amount of experiments that I'm doing with myself with my ego. No, literally. I'm embarrassing myself left and right for y'all. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and leave me a five-star review. If y'all don't match our energy, we, we drop in the pod. That's it. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Bye. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> 
we love y'all. Have a good week. Bye, y'all.